Hey friends, I'm Sharon Betters, and this is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I'm so glad that you have joined us for our pilgrimage fueled by hope. Today's devotional is called Forgiven. And today's treasure is Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Jehu did not wait for Jehoshaphat to rest up or even clean up from the battlefield. He met him and lost no time in boldly declaring that Jehoshaphat had really messed up this time. But friends, don't forget that beautiful word, nevertheless. Second Chronicles 19 verses 1 through 3 says, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned in safety to his house in Jerusalem. But Jehu, the son of Hanani the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. Nevertheless, some good is found in you. For you destroyed the Ashereth out of the land and have set your heart to seek God. I have seen that grace-driven word nevertheless spark hope in the eyes and heart of a hopeless person. My husband Chuck served as a pastor for almost 50 years. Many people sought his counsel and sometimes mine. Some of the most moving moments happened with people who came to us broken with guilt over sin that hurt those they loved the most. We didn't have to convince them of their responsibility for the devastation caused by their sin. Like David writes in Psalm 51, their sin was ever before them, and they despaired of any possibility of redeeming the shattered relationships. More than once, we heard words just like these. Just tell me what to do. How do I fix this? I never meant for this to happen. I don't know how I ended up here. I love my family. I love the Lord. How could I have hurt them this way? I don't deserve mercy but I'm begging you to help me find a way to fix this. I imagine Jehoshaphat praying a similar prayer on his way back from the battlefield. Did he try to figure out just when he started down that slippery slope of an alliance with King Ahab? Did he remember that one of the first things he did when he started his reign was to fortify Judah against Israel, where Ahab ruled? As we read in 2 Chronicles 17.1, Jehoshaphat his son reigned in his place and strengthened himself against Israel. Did he berate himself for not listening to Micaiah, the one prophet who spoke God's truth? Did his heart sink when he saw Jehu, that bold son of the very prophet who confronted his father, King Asa, after a similar debacle? Did he want to say to Jehu, I already know that I messed up. You don't have to throw salt into my wounds. I feel Jehoshaphat's pain. Do you? Jehu minces no words in his rebuke. He lays the responsibility for the horrific defeat at the feet of Jehoshaphat. I can almost hear Jehu asking in disbelief, Jehoshaphat, what were you thinking? But Jehu also brought hope. Picture the relief rolling over Jehoshaphat when he hears the word, nevertheless, Jehu comforts the king by reminding him that God sees his heart. He knows that the king is already repentant, for he says, You have set your heart to seek God, and humbling himself before God. Although Jehoshaphat failed, God does not give up on him. In this moment, Jehoshaphat can choose arrogance and pride as other kings before him, or he can bow in repentance and sorrow. 
Jehu's wisely chosen words remind Jehoshaphat of his first love and commitment to walking in the ways of the Lord. God's undeserved mercy drives him to repentance. But friends, being sorry is not enough. The king's love for and understanding of God's law shows up in the practical steps he takes to restore his dependence on God. Compare the words of today's treasure with Jehu's rebuke. Jehu's rebuke. Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. And then the reality of our sinfulness in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Like Jehoshaphat, we need undeserved mercy. We need a Redeemer. Now compare Jehu's nevertheless to God's nevertheless to each one of his people. God's nevertheless to Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 19.3. Nevertheless, some good is found in you, for you destroyed the Ashereth out of the land and have set your heart to seek God. And then God's nevertheless to us in Ephesians 2.8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. No matter how destructive our sin, God calls us to repentance and redemption. Respond in humility to this priceless invitation and rest in God's grace. And, O Father, your word and grace drove Jehoshaphat to repentance. May humility be my auto-response when your word convicts me of sin. Friends, I'm so grateful that we can have that grace in our own lives, that we can experience the same grace that Jehoshaphat experienced. And yet, it feels like so much more because we know our Redeemer lives. Our Redeemer came as a baby, and then He died on a cross as a man, taking all of our sins. And then we know that He rose again, the ultimate victory over death that gives us the confidence that even when we sin, nevertheless, we may experience the grace that is promised in Scripture to us that comes from our Father. I'm Sharon Betters, and what a pleasure it is to consider all of you, all of us, joining arms as we continue on this pilgrimage fueled by hope and as we learn from Jehoshaphat's life. And I hope that what you're learning more than anything is about the mercy and grace of God. We can never fall too far where the Lord is not there for his children. He says, I will go with you. He doesn't say, I'll only go with you if uh, you are good all the time. He says, I will go with you. And he's there waiting. If you are in a dark place, he's there calling to you saying, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Friends, we really believe in this message of help and hope of Jesus. And we want you to share it with others, one person at a time. And one way you can do that is by sharing daily treasure. Another way that you can help is by giving. And we're asking that you give to help us continue to offer Daily Treasure as a free resource, the podcast and the devotional. You can safely give by going to helpandhopenow.org. And when you give a gift of $50 or more this month, we're going to send you a Daily Treasure journal as well as our new Daily Treasure pen. So I pray that many of you will prayerfully consider how you can help. And when you go to helpandhopenow.org to give, I hope that you'll leave a comment as well, because when you do, you are going to be entered into a drawing for a book called A Chronicle of Grief by Mel Lawrence. And I just love this book. And 
I had the privilege of interviewing Mel and I am eager to help him get the word out about his book. So leave a comment about Daily Treasure, how God is using it to encourage you. Tell us about your own life journey, how we can pray for you. We just love hearing from those who are being touched by the message of help and hope of Jesus through Daily Treasure. I'm Sharon Batters, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.